Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go. Power hour of the show. Second half of the show is we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spaniel. We're in for the guys tonight, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. Hope everybody had a great uh, Christmas out there. Um, pretty much over, at least in the East Coast, it's over. You have a few more hours uh, left of Christmas out there in the West Coast. You still I have know. a few more hours to get me that syrup, but that's neither here nor yeah, there. No, so. you, you know, I, I feel bad now. You know, I, I, I thought, you know, I only give the presents to the producers and the board ops and to the update people. Those are the only ones I give the presents to. Hmm. But I got them for years. Yes, and I and I give it to Plank, too. So What about me? I work with you. I'm working with you right now. Yeah, but you're like an ex. I'm we, an ex. We, we, we split up. We broke up, and I ran you into you by me. accident. You dumped me. Oh, I can't work all these hours. And, Couldn't uh, do it. I was going to Florida that... that uh, at that time too, when I was, you were going to Florida. Yeah, just I went randomly? down to Florida. Yeah, I was just well. That's when I went and said I needed time off to get off Saturdays because I had to go to Florida too. Yeah, how's your son doing? What's he up to these days? He's still doing the hockey thing. Still, Israel? still doing that. So yeah, he's working his butt off, and he's now like the hockey coach guru of the area. So he works for a company and. And does all this stuff, so he's doing great. Looking okay. good. But by the way, you know, it doesn't feel like Christmas up here because we have no snow. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit around the resorts, but really none whatsoever. And um, we're not even, do- maybe one day in the next two weeks. So what the heck is going on? I can't believe it's like this. It's the worst that it's been in the 12 years I lived up here uh, in Vermont. Is it at least cold? No, no, not at all. Wow. 
I mean, it got down to 25, 30 degrees, yes, but that was just for one day. Oh, wow. Otherwise, it's, it's it's been above that most of the time, you know? I, uh, uh, I'm i looking up your weather right now, but uh, I, I was, like, stunned today. I, I walked, I went, I went to take the dog out at about 1 o'clock because she slept all morning. She didn't want to get up because she had a little too much fun on Christmas Eve herself. And uh, it was it was war- it was unseasonably warm for California today. So uh, that, it way. never feels like Christmas in California. That's for sure. Well, you know, sometimes last year I think I remember it being at least colder this time of year. Now it's like you know it's it's been it's been very warm. By, by the way, I put on the Dallas Suns game, and um, are you not allowed to sit in the first couple of rows or what? Because it, there was a lot of empty seats. Uh, in the first couple rows at this game, I don't know what it is. Maybe people can't afford the seats, or they're coming back late from from halftime. I don't know what it is, but a lot of empty seats out there, you know. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Well, it's I, Christmas, I know that, but still. By the way, how about Phoenix, fourteen and fourteen, eleventh in the West right now. Kevin Durant. Hmm. Well, he is this the star. He is the stud. Supposed to be. Does anybody care about the NBA anymore on Christmas now that we had the NFL all around there or what? I mean, nobody in Arizona does. Uh, I'll say, you know, I I don't ever remember a year where the NBA felt less relevant on Christmas Day. Now, maybe the early game before the NFL started with the Knicks and the Bucks. but listen, you know, the, the, the Warriors-Nuggets was going on during that Kansas City game. Right. It felt like everybody was talking Chiefs-Raiders. And really, I mean, even like Lakers-Celtics, as you said, two iconic brands, Staples, you know, whatever, Crypto.com Arena. Right, right. Um, didn't didn't feel, feel it. Didn't didn't have that feel. No. And, and so, listen, you know, a, a, as we said uh, to lead the show earlier in the show is that uh, I think the, the NFL largely kind of started playing by uh, started playing on Christmas Day by accident uh, it was a few years ago I, I told the story but uh, the NBA the the year they were coming out of the bubble so the bubble season finished in September or October of 2020 and Adam Silver wanted to start the season on Christmas Day and uh, they obviously couldn't start the season in November that year for obvious reasons but um, want to start at Christmas Day the players pushed back and in that time frame the NFL scheduled the game for Christmas Day. It was Vikings uh, Saints. Alvin Kamara, remember, had like five or six touchdowns. You and I were on air after. Got twenty plus million viewers, and ever since then, there's been games all up and down Christmas Day. So we'll see what happens next year. I think Christmas Day falls on a Wednesday, but right. it seems to me if Christmas Day is basically on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, They're Monday, it on, huh? the NFL is playing, and uh, I, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I think... The- Should they, though? You see, you don't blame them, but, the, you know, the NFL has made rules, um, side rules with high school football, with college football, not to try to interfere with, with games on, on Fridays, games on Saturdays, um, and I know that's not the same because we're talking about amateur compared well, we're talking to about professional also football. It helps the NFL if college football is a thriving product. It helps the NFL if people are, are at you know maybe not at but if if high school football is thriving. So it's kind of a feeder. You know, it's like yeah, it a, doesn't matter. NFL is going to make their money no matter if high school football is good or bad. Yeah, the, the, but I mean at yeah. the same time, you know, if if. Um, you know, if people are watching college football, then they know who the next stars are as they come up to the right. NFL. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand that. It's just, you know, they've made deals there. So I'm kind of surprised. You know, maybe put on one game, two games 
Um, but it feels like full-out Thanksgiving by putting three games oh, no. out there. I mean, my goodness, the game just ended. It was midnight. I mean, the game ended. It was barely Christmas anymore. I mean, we had games all day for crying out loud. But did here. you mind it, though, as a, as a sports fan? No, not at all. I mean, it makes our job easier, but just just as a, a sports fan in general. No, I would have been watching the games also, though I watched – not nearly as much of the NBA as I used to. That's what and I mean. a lot of the NFL. Well, I just, you know, and I wonder, the other thing too is there's there's other f- things that I'm thinking about is like, you know, Christmas Day used to be a big movie day. The movies would be open, everyone yeah, would go. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, I don't even know what's playing in theaters. I don't know how theaters are doing in general. Um, but I remember, you know, it used to be Christmas Day. You'd, you'd, you'd wake up, you know, open your presents, watch the NBA, and now it's like, you know, listen, I, you know, uh, granted I'm on the West Coast, so I woke up a little bit later today, but I saw KC was playing Vegas and it was about to tip off or about to kick off and I, I turned that right on and really outside of half times and stuff, I didn't really give the NBA a second thought. I think the NFL has planted its flag and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. By the way, just on a side note, the videos are popping up all over the place of parents giving their kids these really nice presents. Sure. And then the kids say, this is not what I wanted. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Talk about spoiled, entitled kids. Oh, my goodness. This one kid, I, I don't know, it was like six, seven years old, got like a PS5 or something. This is not what I wanted. I wanted a PC. Take it back. Wow. Take it back to the store. I'm like, geez, man, listen to these kids. And there's a lot of those videos going around, you know? Why would you post those? Uh, what what would you kid? do if your kid said that? You'd say, "Take a hike," right? Yeah, believe me, there was no, that, that wouldn't be going out in my house. I promise you that. I'd just take it back and say, "Okay, no gifts this year." There you yeah, go. exactly. Unbelievable. I mean, I see the the videos popping up all over the place uh, now that uh, Christmas. A lot of people open up their uh, gifts Christmas Eve. I don't know why you would put that up there. To be honest with you, that's crazy. All right, uh, we got a lot of football to get to. If you want to go ahead and send us some tweets, real simple, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. We always know that the holidays are a tough time for some people out there. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a tweet. Let us know where you're listening to the show. How are you listening? A radio station, um, the iHeartMedia app. How long have you been listening? So uh, we're getting a lot of tweets on that. we got to do a better job keeping up on that. We were talking about the games. Matter of fact, um, a tweet says, you guys are going way overboard with the Chiefs. This is the same exact team minus Juju. Um, Hardiman, Tony, uh, Picacho, McKinnon, all healthy. They beat uh, Cincinnati. Uh, then they'll clinch the division, take Week 17 off. Wouldn't be surprised if they get back to the AFC title game with a good draw. Well, let's see if they could do it on the road. You know what I mean? If they don't have that bye week and all that. And the way that offense looks now with Kansas City, they look absolutely, completely out of sorts. I've never seen them look so bad. Never seen them lose a game like this. This is, this is almost impossible. To lose a game like this at home to the Raiders with the numbers they put up. And there's big warning flags, uh, red flags for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs right now. Let me ask you a question. I, th- I think Shady Sean sent in something very interesting here. He said, Patrick Mahomes' constant whining has damaged his reputation, in my opinion. Let me ask you, because I think, you know, after that Bills game, when he was yelling at the refs or whatever, yeah, yeah. it felt like it was like, oh, I mean, he's a competitor. Tom Brady used to whine all the time. Tom Brady used to scream at his teammates all the time. It does feel like it's gone a little bit overboard. And, and I said this after the, the Bills game, 
and I know again, you you and Plank probably did three hours just talking about the, the you know those final few seconds. But why I bring it up, Patrick Mahomes, like, listen, talented player, whatever. Like he's he's an all time talent. He's he's got great talent. But I mean, you think about his situation. Drafted by a very stable organization that was winning before they got him, had a year to sit behind Alex Smith. Uh, came into a situation where he had the most dynamic wide receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill, has a Hall of Fame head coach. And it's like, the guy really has not dealt with any real adversity. And, and Chief says, right. what do you mean no adversity? He overcame a, this well, this much in the playoffs. A, it's lot like, of, a lot of stars act like that. LeBron cries a lot to the officials. Mahomes is crying a lot right now, too. But it, but but why I bring Tom up... Tom Brady used to cry a lot to the officials also. But why I bring up Mahomes... It's not, yeah. by the way, it's not just the officials. He's yelling at his teammates. He's pouting on the sidelines. And I just feel like this guy has basically had an almost perfect situation for the first like seven eight years of his career or right. whatever it is ask ask justin herbert how easy it is when you don't have andy reed and tyreek hill and all the the benefits that he's had ask trevor lawrence what it was like to play for urban meyer and it, I, I do think there is something too like you know dude you've had it pretty easy now you're a very talented player the wins happened we're not taking away your super bowls but it does feel like the the whining has gotten to be a little bit much. Like, okay, we get it. You don't have Tyreek Hill. We get it. Your guys are dropping passes. We get it. Kadarius Tony was offsides. But at some point, aren't you supposed to be a leader? And I don't know. Like, he says the right things on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But then I watch the games, and all I'd see him doing is yelling and pouting and whining. Oh, I agree with you. I totally agree with you 100% on that. Um, and besides, they went to the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. Uh, something else is going wrong out there. He's out pouting and, and crying and raising a fuss when he's doing all those commercials. Then he's got time to be the most valuable bundler, uh, bundler and all that stuff <laughs> well, out there. And really quick on that. That is part of, yes, exactly what I said. Yes, he is a very talented player. I'm not taking away from his talent. But it's also, you know, he 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 was drafted into a very advantageous position. Like, if you remember last offseason when Travis Kelsey kind of did the thing of like, well, you know, I'm not the top, you know, I'm not the, the highest paid uh, tight end and that does bother me, but there are benefits to winning. It's like, dude, the reason you're in every freaking commercial, there's plenty of talented tight ends. Yeah, but they haven't won Super Bowls, and so it's like you know, I don't know, like like that's another example. Is like you know why you are as marketable as you are, why you are making as much money. Like you, you were you were drafted into a very advantageous position, it's, and so go ahead. Has it become too much for Travis Kelsey with the podcasts and the traveling and the dating Taylor Swift and the and and, and all the constant there, or is, is it just because they're going through a tough time? We're starting to notice it. Can't both things be intertwined? I mean, how can he be a hundred percent focused on football when he did travel to Argentina in the in the bye week? Um, you know, I didn't know. Why did I not know that? I. Was that a big so. story all over? Did I miss that or what? Let me make sure that I have this right. Yeah, because I, I yeah. didn't see that. But One month matter ago. Fact, I, I saw a story that he wanted to go away for the weekend to meet her. I think it was her birthday weekend, but he had to stay behind the practice. That I saw. Tight end Travis Kelsey via the Kansas City Star 
traveled abroad during the Chiefs' bye week as he jetted down to Argentina to catch a concert, a Taylor Swift concert. You may have heard. It's not. It's not a, that big of a deal, I guess. You know, Argentina? Guys... That's pretty far. I know, and I know, and <laughs> private, I know. You know, private travel and all that. Well, that's what everybody said. Well, I mean, he's taking a private plane. I, I don't know. So to answer your question, yes, it's clear that he has a level of distraction. Um, but I also just think like Mahomes is dealing with real adversity, and again. I know Chiefs fans will say, well, I mean, he overcame a double-digit deficit in the Super Bowl. That's adversity. I'm not talking about in a game. I'm talking about in a season, week after week after week, when everything doesn't break your way, when you don't have the most talent around you. You still have a Hall of Fame head coach, but maybe an assistant that we didn't realize was so important is now gone. It's like, this is what everybody in the NFL deals. This is what Justin Herbert has dealt with since he has gotten to the NFL. It's what Trevor Lawrence dealt with when there was nothing but chaos um, when Urban Meyer was head coach. It's what Kyle Shanahan has to deal with when he's down to a third or fourth string quarterback in an NFC championship game. It's like Mahomes, like, like this is how the NFL is for everybody but you. Um, and so I don't have sympathy when the guy is sitting there pouting right. and whining on the sidelines. You know, maybe the question should be this, not whether he damaged his reputation by all this whining. Has he damaged his, I don't know, Q his score? worth a little bit? No, his worth a little bit because of now that they're going through a tough time and they don't look very good offensively? Are you starting to come around and say, maybe he's not all that like we it's thought he was? It's a quarterback like Brock Purdy, baby. Yeah. You want to start the conversation? Let's do it. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> system quarterback. Let's go. No, no, I'm not no, doing that. Yeah, no, I know. Um, no, I, 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 what was the question again? I don't know. No, I, I, I mean, as he, damaged, as he damaged the way we look at him now with his talent, because of all the tough times he's going through without a Tyreek Hill or something. Before, he was a, you know, a Hall of Famer, and we, he's still a Hall of Famer. But, you know, I'm not sure he's as great as we made him out to be um, with the way they're struggling right now, you know? Well, I still think the talent is there. What I do think, and I don't think this gets talked about enough, is that there are times, like, like all the stuff that everybody loves on social media, the no-look passes and the this and the that, like... It's it's cool when it works, but when things are going bad, it's reckless. And I, I look at today, and there were just listen. The poor guy was running for his life, so I'm not blaming him. I mean, he was you know every play was breaking down. He had to make plays, but then there were plays where it's like there was something very easy there, and he was trying to make the spectacular play every time rather than the smart play. You know, it's like there was the play late in the game. There was an interception that was eventually overturned that basically would have sealed the game for the Raiders, and. It was a play where he either could have run out of bounds or he could have thrown it out of bounds, and he threw it into triple coverage, and then he gets mad that his receiver doesn't catch it. It's like, so a lot of this is on him, and I think a lot of it is the stuff that we love about him. Now that things aren't going perfectly, I do think is to their detriment. I really do. This segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in just one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll come back. There's a new leader in the clubhouse for the NFL MVP. Brock Purdy was running away with it. He's not even the favorite right now. We're going to get to that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on the TireRack.com studios. And for the guys tonight, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. Hope everybody had a great Christmas out there. New leader in the clubhouse for NFL MVP. We told you Brock Purdy was the overwhelming favorite before today's games or before this weekend's games. Matter of fact, we told you about the better who had bet $2,000 before the season, that Brock Purdy would win the uh, MVP. He would have won $200,000. He sold his ticket for uh, $125,000. Now the new odds are out. You sent this to me, Torres. Lamar Jackson, the favorite, at minus 150. So you got to bet 150 to win 100. Second favorite, Christian McCaffrey, at 4-1. to one. Then Brock Purdy at six to one. Is that your uh, top three? Is that the way you would vote or what, Aaron? Um, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I 
I would actually still have McCaffrey at number one. Right. Um, and I would have Lamar Jackson number two. Listen, Lamar, Lamar's been awesome, and the, the Ravens have been awesome. And uh, by the way, I don't I don't think he's he's going to win the MVP, but we got to give your guy two of some credit, man. I mean, after. Will that change if the Dolphins beat Baltimore? Great question. Because, because what do you think? Tua, Tua is first in a lot of passing categories in the NFL or ahead of Lamar Jackson in just about every passing category. They are a game behind Baltimore. If somehow they beat Baltimore and get the number one seed, I think that does change and probably make Tua the second favorite behind Christian McCaffrey, though. Well, let's play a game. Um, let's. Uh, I want to pull up something really quick here. Yeah. Uh, we talked earlier in the show about the word value. Right. Well, Dolphins were 9-8 and eight last year in a season where Tua missed a ton of time with injuries. We we all... When we, Tua played, I think they were like 5-1, and 6-2. Well, and, and I mean, even like the games that they lost last year... Um, like the, the they lost to the Packers on Christmas Day, right? And that was the game where he wasn't diagnosed with the concussion until after the game, right? Um, and so I just bring it up because, I mean, we talked about to lead the show is the word value. Well, the Dolphins go from nine and eight to right now eleven and four. What is the one fundamental difference from last year? They have a healthy Tua. Tua they have a healthy Tua, but I know Devin A. Chain. But yeah, but go ahead. No, no. But there is a, uh, one other thing. Their schedule this year was the absolute easiest. Aww. Look at their. Really, it was. I mean, it was like a perfect storm. Now I know the last three games have not been all that easy with Dallas, the Ravens, um, and then they finish up against against Buffalo. But the really, they've had the easiest road to. Week sixteen in perhaps like second favorite in the entire NFL. It's been a very easy schedule, it really. Yeah, so that's got to be part of it, also. You know, because they didn't beat a team over five hundred. They know. lost to the teams that were over five hundred. They beat everybody else out there. You're being way too rational, Arnie. I don't. Like I know this. that. What is up with that? Nah. Yeah. No. It, it's fair. Um, I, I wouldn't have two number one right now. I would have those three. I would still have McCaffrey number one because, um, I, I know that they just played head to head. But McCaffrey's value on the 49ers in the ways that he does it. And by the way, if Brock Purdy's numbers, you know, if Brock Purdy's tumbling down, it's a reflection that he isn't as as valuable. And so I don't think they want to give it to him anyway. I I don't think the voters, I think they're looking for a reason not to give it to Brock Purdy. Uh, I think some people don't like him. I think a lot of people think he's a system quarterback. Um, I think they'd rather give it to somebody else. I I believe that he's going to lose votes. Obviously, because of Christian McCaffrey, I just don't think they really want to go ahead and give it to him. You know, I think it's fair. It does feel like every time they lose, it's a referendum on you know who he is and what he's about and what his limitations are and whatever. Um, all I know is that that he is a guy that listen was unbelievable for them late last year. They obviously uh, fell apart without him in the playoffs, and and as most teams would without their starting quarterback. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's really good. I I you know. Is he Mahomes? Is he Joe Burrow when he's healthy? No, but I think he's at that in that second tier, and so I don't like um, the way that that you know every time San Francisco loses, it's an indictment on him and how good he is, and is he overrated? Is he this? Is he that? But I also don't think just because you're a good quarterback uh, and you do have obviously so much talent around you, um, 
I, I, I don't think that that necessarily means that you should be MVP. Let me ask you this. If, if for some reason, well, I'm just saying, let's say his contract was up at the end of the year and you had to make your decision, kind of like the way the Giants had to decide on Daniel Jones and all that stuff, would you give Brock Purdy a contract that pays him one of the top 10 highest paid uh, a quarterback, that which is not even that much, probably have to be higher? Do you give him money like Dak Prescott or or something like that, or do you let him go? I think you got to pay him, right? Of course, you have no choice, do you? Can't just let him go. No, you can't. I mean, listen, I'm, I, I remember having these arguments with you when Dak was coming up on his contract of like, you know, is there is there an example? I guess Kirk Cousins with Washington is the only one where you have a very, very, very good quarterback, but not an elite one. Because I've said this for years. I was like, at what point does somebody just not pay the guy? And it's going to happen this year. With who? Justin Fields. When the Bears let him walk, was they're going to take Caleb Williams with the number one pick? But they have they have a very clear replacement who has higher upside, and you get to restart the clock. So you think that based on what we saw at USC, though he doesn't play defense? But I'm just trying to play. Defense. Nah, yeah, I was going to say I, I yeah. was cover. I was on air during all those yeah. games. I know people want to crap on Caleb Williams. He wasn't the reason they lost all those. Oh, games. and believe me, they were. Believe me, they were. Matter of fact, there was some publications, and I was arguing with Plank about this, saying that Caleb Williams wasn't even going to be the number one pick anymore, which I disagree about. I think it depends on the team. Um, but if it is the Bears, they should take him. Obviously, uh, you know, I don't think the Patriots are going to get it at this point, but I think they should take him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's a scenario where the right team gets the the pick and they have their quarterback. They don't take him, but no, he's he's really talented. And then, by the way, you just trade the pick for a bunch of draft picks if if you don't need a quarterback. Yeah. By the way, you mentioned the Cowboys uh, as they lost to my Dolphins. Are they fools gold? We'll get to that. Let's get to that coming up next. But first, uh, we see what's trending again. See what's going on with the last NBA game as we check in with Kevin Wired. What's shaking out there, KW? Yeah, they're nearing the end of the third quarter. Out in the desert and the Suns hold a 90-85 lead against the Dallas Mavericks as Grayson Allen leading the way for the Suns. He's got 25 points. Luka Doncic having a typical performance that we are used to seeing from him. 35 points, 10 assists, 3 steals as again they're about to head to the fourth quarter. Everything else in the association has gone final. About an hour ago, the Heat finished off the 76ers 119-113. Celtics beat the Lakers 126-114. 15 Boston League best 23 and 6. The Lakers just a game above 500 after winning that in-season tournament a couple of weeks ago. Kristaps Porzingis 28 points, 11 rebounds for the Celtics. Anthony Davis had an outstanding game despite the loss, 40 points and 13 rebounds. Nuggets beat the Warriors 121-14. Nikola Jokic, a couple of assists shy of a triple-double, 26 points, 14 rebounds. Denver now 12 and 2 at Home. Knicks edge the Bucks 129-122. Giannis with 32 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. NFL big day in the league as they're starting to take over Christmas Day. About say about 30, 45 minutes ago, went final out in the Bay Area. The Ravens run away with it against the 49ers, 33-19. Brock Purdy, four interceptions. I mean, yeah, that's all you can really say about his performance tonight. He even came out for Sam Darnold as uh, he took a sack, was a little slow to get up from that. So uh, the 49ers seeing the writing on the wall in that game as the Baltimore Ravens now a firm grip on that number one seed in the AFC. They're a game ahead of the Miami Dolphins. The Niners now fall into a three-way 
tie for the number one seed in the NFC, although they do have the tiebreaker over both the Eagles and the Lions because of a superior conference record. Speaking of those Eagles, they held off the Giants 33-25 earlier today, so they're an 11-4 on the season in that three-way tie. Raiders upset the Chiefs 20-14 as Kansas City now just a game ahead of Jacksonville for that number three spot in the AFC playoff standings. The Chiefs 9-6 this year, so a clear drop-off from their Super Bowl winning season last year. Back to you guys. All right, thanks a lot, KW. Of course, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio, live at the TireRack.com studios. If there's one matchup we do know, Torres, it's going to be whoever wins that NFC South Probably Tampa, but you never know. They'll play the Cowboys in the first round. Cowboys will have to go on the road, but that's still a pretty good matchup. Do you believe in the Cowboys? Haven't beaten a team over 500 on the road. Um, and they're going to have to do it three times just to go ahead and make it to the, to the Super Bowl. But baby steps here. Do you believe in the Cowboys? Do you believe in Dak? Or are they fool's gold and destined to be one and done this year? It's really funny because the Saturday before they played Philadelphia in that big Sunday night game, I came on air and I said, I don't believe in the Cowboys. And I just said, look, you know, uh, we've seen Dak, we've seen McCarthy in these spots. They never come through. Then they come through. Yes. And I started to be a believer. Now, what I would say since then, the Buffalo thing, I'm not excusing it. There's only 17 weeks in a season, but at the same time, you kind of get it, right? Emotional home win Sunday night. Now you got to go on the road to Buffalo. Buffalo's getting hot at the right time, whatever. That was a punishment, though. That was a beatdown. Yes. And then and then yesterday, listen, you lose to a good team, and I know the Dolphins did not have a very good record uh, at all against kind of uh, uh, good teams, but I sit there. 0-3 and s- against teams above 500. I know, I know, yeah. I know. But, you know, you sit there and you look at the, the, the game for Dallas yesterday. Um I do sort of still believe in them, Arnie, to a degree, but a couple things. One, they just have these moments. You know, listen, this is the team that lost to the Cardinals earlier in the year. Um, They finally got some momentum, and now they've lost two straight. But I also think what it really comes down to is I just don't think they can beat San Francisco. I know, yeah. I, 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 I know that that was maybe San Francisco's best game when they played earlier in the year, but... I don't think they can beat San Francisco. So, I mean, can they win a playoff game again like last year? Sure. Can they maybe make it? I don't know, but I just... I don't but San Francisco showed they're very beatable at home after after what the Ravens did today to them. Does Lamar Jackson play for the Cowboys now? No, no, but you know, you never know when Dak gets hot, and the Cowboys have a pretty damn good defense also. What do you think? Do you believe him or no? Um, I think they could beat the Eagles on the road in the playoffs. I, I think agree. they could beat the Lions on the road in the playoffs uh, and pretty much beat anybody else except for San Francisco. I would take San Francisco right now. doesn't mean they can't do it. After what we saw today with San Francisco, um, You know, they're certainly not unbeatable. That's for damn sure. No, so the path for them, but the path would be Tampa in round one, but then they would get the 49ers in round two, right? Yeah, because well, they're, yeah. they, they're five seed right now. Tampa. Well, no, 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 not necessarily. The 49ers would get the lowest remaining seed. Oh, okay. So if the Rams won or Seattle runs, so I don't even want to start getting into that, you know. Nah, fair enough. By the way, I was at that Rams game on Thursday night. Fun, fun game. So. They're playing yeah, really good time well. out there. They're playing awesome. That's that's one team that I don't want to go ahead and play. That's for sure. That's what I was wrong on. Is I thought I said before the season, you know, they were really bad last year. I said I don't think McVay wants to do this anymore. I think he's going to bail ship, get out, da 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 da. 
you know, you you put them in the playoffs. I, I know they're limited in a lot of spots and young in a lot of spots, but you have McVay and Stafford in a playoff game. Uh, you know, th- there are easier draws to get. Let me put it that way. By the way, how about if uh, Stafford has to go back to Detroit for the opening round of the playoffs? That would be listen, oh, that'd be awesome. It'd be that'd awesome. Be but if Detroit lost that game to Stafford after all those disappointing years with Stafford, I would feel so bad for their fans. Uh, Braden lost wages. Nevada says, hey, I'm confused. Uh-oh. How could Brock like Purdy be the favorite before the game for the MVP? He's a system quarterback, everyone. Wouldn't that mean everyone else on his team should be up for MVP? <laughs> if anyone can do it, why is he the favorite? System quarterback is a bad take out there. I mean, I agree. Um, I don't think well, he's but that, that's MVP. because he was taken is Mr. Irrelevant. So if he I was going to turn out to be good, people don't want to say it was his talent. They want to say it's Shanahan, the quarterback whisperer, even though he took two other quarterbacks and traded a King's ransom to get uh, uh, Trey call. Lance. So, if he's such a quarterback go. whisperer, where's Trey Lance at right now? Exactly. Exactly. Haven't heard from him since he got traded uh, to the Cowboys. Exactly. So, no, I, I I feel bad for Brock Purdy, and I do think you're right, though, right? If he was just a second-round pick, I don't think people would be as anti-whatever. But because he is Mr. Irrelevant, because it's the 49ers, because he has a lot of talent around him. By the way, no one else gets criticized for having talent around them, right? Like, nobody's like, oh, you know, I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. They took a, a wide receiver in the first round, and they added Odell, system quarterback. It's like, no. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to put a quarterback in the best position to succeed? I just I, I just feel like no matter what he does, when he wins, oh, it's because the talent isn't around uh, because of the talent around him. When he loses, oh, he's a system quarterback who stinks. Last time I checked, Arnie, I could be mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. There's never been a quarterback that retired undefeated and never lost a game ever. Yes. You know, right. like it's just like, what are we doing here, you know? No, we're comparing everybody to Tom Brady, and that's the problem. You know what I mean? Unless, unless you're Tom Brady, though um, I'm not sure, so sure I would give Lamar Jackson my MVP vote, to be honest with you. I would I would probably give it to Tua, then McCaffrey, then uh, Lamar. That would be my top three right now. I would... Um, I would I, I still like McCaffrey. Um, I would have I would have Jackson at number two. I'd have Lamar at number two. So uh, then that's because what happens next week when they lose to the Dolphins? How far is he going to drop then? Then what's going to happen? Well, it's a different conversation, right? It's like Bo Nix was the Heisman favorite, and then he lost in the Pac-12 championship game, and so Jaden Daniels got it. So uh, if Lamar loses to Tua. Then, by the way, I think there's a real interesting conversation about uh, does Tua deserve the MVP? I'm not ready to give it to him just yet, but I do think it brings up the point that we just brought up a minute ago, um, which is, again, is that uh, you know if the word value is in most valuable, then Tua should probably be seriously in the mix because of where they were last year when he got hurt where they are this year with him healthy. All right, a few more games to wrap up in week, uh, week 16. That's coming up next. Torres and Spanier in for Smith and Harmon right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, that doesn't get me in the Christmas spirit. Sorry, Bill. Sorry about that. Welcome back. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in for the guys right here at the TireRack.com studios. Now, hearing Bill Belichick talk Christmas doesn't get me in the mood there, Torres. What? What's wrong with you? Doesn't do it for me. By the way, I saw this tweet that Adam Schefter put out. Um, Underdogs have now won eight straight games on Monday Night Football, the longest win streak uh, by underdogs in Monday Night Football history. They've so. won outright. Yes. Outright. Oh, wow. That is pretty that, – that, I would not have guessed that. I mean, uh, you know, I guess you got to start thinking about some of the games. Obviously, Eagles, Seahawks. Ravens, are, Ravens upset the 49ers. Seahawks upset Philadelphia. Titans upset the Dolphins. Giants upset the Packers. Bengals upset the Jaguars. Bears upset the Vikings. And the Eagles upset the Chiefs. Broncos upset the Bills. It's pretty good. What that is that, eight in a row, you said? Yeah, that which you would think Monday Night Football usually goes to the favorites, yet alone eight in a row to the underdogs. That's crazy out there, you know? That is crazy. I mean, I wonder what that would be. I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's a number of different variables. You know, Baltimore's a good team. You know, Philadelphia with the circumstance is kind of weird. That is still kind of wild, though, when you think about it. By the way, you said you were at the Saints-Rams game Thursday night. Is that the game you went to? That is the game I went to, yes. How what, Was it packed, or how was that one? You know, Great crowd. Uh, this is my first, second Rams game at SoFi Stadium. How about this, Arnie? Um, I'm sure you know, but SoFi is a, like, it's it's a dome stadium, but there's also an open-air component right. to it. Right, I was at the national championship game, TCU-Georgia, where it was literally raining on the field, like the way the rain was coming in. And then the other night... There was bad weather as well. So I've been to SoFi Stadium three times. Twice the weather has been a factor. Uh, but my wife and I were on the other side of the stadium. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, I hate to brag. may have have, have uh, had a buddy who had a suite. So so that made it Whoa, extra fun. Looking. How are tickets, though? Are they expensive normally or not really? 
I I haven't really looked into anything other than the Thursday night game. Thursday night was reasonably priced. Uh, you know, we got in on on you know kind of the second third level, uh, right. and then like I said, we went down to the suite. But um, I think you know, listen, it, it's certainly not cheap, and you know, I understand it's the holiday season. Everybody, you know, money's a little bit tight. But uh, certainly, if you live in Los Angeles, it's a great experience. And by it looks the way, gorgeous, looks absolutely fantastic, amazing stadium. That is yeah. one thing I can say. I haven't been to Jerry World, but this thing is new. The technology, you know, the food. I mean, it, it's just, it is an experience unto itself. Uh, if you live in the Los Angeles area and you haven't been, I definitely encourage you to check it out. And by the way, if you're ever coming to Los Angeles, try to get here uh, when there's a big event there. But it is a great place to watch a game. Is it tough in and out, though? I hear you have to take like a shuttle or something. I, I just purchased parking, to be honest. Um, for people who don't know the neighborhood, it's it's definitely a urban area where the stadium is. Uh, and the thing was, on because it was a Thursday night game, we left pretty early. We we left to get there early. Uh, go, getting out really, the traffic wasn't that bad, and getting in it certainly wasn't because it was what a five fifteen Pacific time kickoff. And my wife had uh, had the uh, day off of work, so we left probably about two. Got there about three. Not really sure what the tailgating policy was, but we kind of you know we just had. Little, little red cups. Thing. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. red cups. Nobody gave us a hard time. There you so go. There you fun. go. Saints stink, that. but that's but the the Rams are uh, awesome though. So. Uh, by the way, I heard Rob Parker uh, getting on the Lions a little bit, saying it's a failure of a season if they just win the division and not you know go all the way to the Super Bowl or something. I still think it's something to celebrate. I'm not sure what to make of them um, because obviously. Look, I thought they'd make a run at the division, but they went through a little bit of a tough time. Now they're back on track. Good win over the Vikings. It's a team I don't want to play with, but again, they're probably the third or fourth best team right now in the NFC. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, if you make the playoffs, but you lose a home opener, um, and especially, by the way, that right now it, it could be the Rams and Matt Stafford, I do think it'd be disappointing. I, I think they've been so good that it's now no longer moral victory. We just made the playoffs. You could celebrate right. winning the division, uh, but you want to win at least a game when you get there. I mean, well, if the you, Lakers are putting up banners for uh, you know sure in, in season tournaments. Why hey, can't they celebrate the division? Real quick, I was on air for that Saturday night championship game. Yeah, why do you think LeBron cared so much? Because the NBA told him to care so much. It's either that or, you know, he thinks it's somehow going to impact his legacy. and Because everyone's like, oh, the, 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 the play-in was such a success. And, like, the ratings were good, but were the ratings good because the Lakers were in it? And did the, were the Lakers in it because LeBron was the only superstar that really cared? I don't know. Ticket kinda, sales, you buy one, you get three free. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, they at least a couple weeks before. I don't know if once the Lakers got there, if the prices went up. But yeah, it was buy one, get three free at one point. So All right. Three hours are in the books. But we got another one. The bonus hour. These guys don't stop at three. They go all the way through four. They got the bonus hour. Bonus hour coming up next. Everything we didn't get to, we'll get to in the bonus hour. I promise you that here on Fox Sports Radio. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.